Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Godly Kid Podcast. I'm so excited to be back with you guys. Um, we had a little month break there. It's been a busy time over here uh, for me uh, between just all the things I have in the fire. And this is your reminder, kids, that you need to learn this lesson young so you don't turn out like me. So you need to learn what your passion is, what you feel called to do, <laughs> and go with it. Uh, just because you are good at something doesn't mean you have to do it, okay? Something that you purely enjoy and have fun doing and you're good at it more than likely is what it comes down to when it comes to what God's calling you to do. So things like podcasting. I really enjoy podcasting and I can do a decent job at it. And so there are some other things that I've had to move around to make more time to be able to do things like podcasting. So I have to prioritize things and I have to let go of other things that really don't bring me much joy. But I will say not all things will bring us joy that we are called to do, but we can find the joy within it all because when we have our hope in Christ, joy naturally comes. And we see that a lot in Joseph's story. And so we are going to be continuing Joseph's story and we're gonna be talking about how the dreams Joseph had and what we talked about in previous episodes, how they came true. And so we're gonna be in Genesis 41 through 46. We're gonna to touch on Genesis 50 a little bit. So here we go. The famine came just as God has said. It was not only in Egypt, but in the every land Joseph had stored up grain during the seven good years. So there was food in Egypt. Every nation came to Joseph to buy grain. Even Jacob sent 10 of his sons to buy grain, but Benjamin, his youngest son, stayed home. Joseph's brothers came and bowed down before him. He knew instantly who they were, but they didn't know him. As they bowed, Joseph remembered his dream from long ago. Then he said, you are spies, and he threw them in jail for three days. On the third day, Joseph said, prove to me that you aren't spies by bringing me your youngest brother here. Then he kept one brother in prison and sent the other nine home. When the brothers got home, they told Jacob everything, but he would not let them take Benjamin to Egypt. The famine was terrible, though. When they had used up all the grain, Jacob sent them back to Egypt to buy more, and he let Benjamin go with them. When, the, when Joseph saw Benjamin with his brothers, he invited them to his house for lunch. Joseph gave Benjamin five times more food than his brothers. After eating, Joseph told a servant to fill each of the men's bag with grain. He also told the servant to hide one of his silver cups in Benjamin's sacks. After the brothers left, Joseph sent his servant after them to accuse them of stealing. The brothers said, we didn't steal your master's cup. If any of us has it, he will die and the rest of us will be your slaves. When the cup was found in Jim Benjamin's sack, the brothers were very afraid. They returned to Joseph's house. Joseph told them that they could leave, but Benjamin would have to be his slave. His brother Judah begged to take Benjamin's place. Joseph was so overcome by his feelings that he couldn't hide who he was any longer. He sent his servants away and told them he was their brother. The brothers were terrified, but Joseph said, don't be afraid. You planned evil against me, but God used it to bring about great good. Then Joseph said, go home and get my father and all your families. Bring them here. You can settle in the land of Goshen 
and be near me. This is how the Israelites came to live in Egypt. So our Christ connection here is Joseph recognized though that though his brothers intended evil, God planned his circumstances for good to establish a remnant of God's people, as it talks about in Genesis 45, 7. Likewise, though, those who crucified Jesus intended it for evil. God's plan for the sacrifice of his son was for the good of all people. Through Jesus's death on the cross, God again saved a remnant of people. And so it's so funny because I've heard this so many times and times again. If people actually knew what was to come, would they have sacrificed Christ? The evil in this world, the people that, you know, the evil spirits of this world, would they have allowed, would have allowed Jesus to be sacrificed if they knew what was to come? It's an interesting thought provoke, or interesting question. It provokes my brain to go into some critical thinking. Because what came out of the sacrifice? Well, it came out that God saved us all. Jesus dying on the cross is how we get to live in the kingdom of God forever. When we believe in that, his shedding of the blood, he was the final sacrifice. He was the final lamb, the perfect lamb. But here's our big picture question for the day. Why did God send Joseph to Egypt? So why would you think that? So I, God sent Joseph to Egypt to save his family and God's chosen people, the Israelites. So not only his family, but his the people as a whole, the Israelites as a whole, was saved because of the circumstances of Joseph's. So this was, a, here's another thought-provoking uh, question. So a lot of times I kind of run through these things, or I, I do many sermons in my head, I should call them. And I actually just bounced this off of one of my friends. And I t told her, I go, so follow me here. I said, so you know how we are supposed to see pain as a gift and our suffering as a gift and a refinement. And have you ever thought of, and I believe that this rarely ever happens. I believe whatever pain we are going through, whatever suffering we're going through refines ourselves. Have you ever thought of the reason why we might be going through something is for the purpose of to be used to help others? And when people complain about that, well, why do I have to suffer for the sake of others? You can think of, you could talk to them about, well, why did Christ have to suffer on the cross for you? And we are called to imitate Christ. So that right away, we can see as Christians, we are going to suffer. That's even in scripture. We, we have no rite of passage just because we believe. Our suffering is also to imitate Christ. And it's for the greater good, the greater good being the kingdom of God. Anyway, kids, I am so excited to be back with you. We will actually be going into the book of Exodus finally this coming week, and I will be diving into Moses. And so I just pray that you just feel loved every time you come on here. Know that I am praying for all who listen to this, and I just Pray that you remember that you were created on purpose, with, with purpose. You were knitted in your mother's womb exactly how you were supposed to be. You were born exactly how you're supposed to be. God has a plan for you, as he says in Jer Jeremiah 29, 11. And he loves you so, so much that he sent his one and only son, Jesus, to die on the cross for you. And so 
hold on to that truth, my sweet, sweet child. And I will talk to you soon. Much love and God bless. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening today. We love you so much. Go ahead and like, share, rate, and spread the word of this podcast because we want as many people to listen to it and hear the truth about God. Also, reminder that you could grab a workbook to continue your study outside of this podcast, and they are called the Raising Unashamed Workbooks. You can find them on Amazon and on Etsy when you look for the Raising Unashamed Kids work uh, workbook storefront on Etsy. So we just thank you so much again for listening. We seriously could not do without you. Love y'all.